It was a Wednesday afternoon. I was the intern on the pediatric surgery service at the busy county hospital. I'd arrived at work at 5 a.m. the previous day, and we'd had a very busy night taking care of patients. I hadn't slept for 35 hours when the clerk in the clinic paged me. Struggling to keep my eyes open, I called her back. There's a mom here with her baby who missed their appointment this morning. I was furious. How dare she? I was fuming, probably muttering to myself as I walked down the dark stairwell to the clinic. I pulled out the chart and looked at it. A new patient. A long clinic visit. I was incredibly angry as I walked into the room. I took a breath and pulled myself together to not be frankly rude. As I said, I'm Dr. Brandt. I'm not sure why you are here now instead of nine o'clock this morning, which is when your appointment was. She stood in front of me, holding the newborn I was about to see, two toddlers clinging to her legs, and looked at the floor. In a quiet voice, she said, we left our house at 6 a.m. It took us three bus transfers to get here. It was my turn to look at the floor, humbled and ashamed. There's hardly a day that goes by that someone doesn't push one or more of my buttons, and I'm sure the same is true for you. Whether it's a family who's angry or late, an ER resident who calls and says, I know you're in a code, but we need a disposition. Or the nurse who's responding to an angry family and calls for the third time in an hour to see when we're coming to see the patient. There are moments in my day and yours, I know, that make us want to jump through the phone and practically strangle the person who's calling us. Don't let anyone tell you you shouldn't get mad. Anger and frustration are honest human reactions to stressful situations and unreasonable requests. Yes, the person on the other end of the phone might be in a bad place. Maybe their pet died or their spouse or significant other is angry at them. And it's never wrong to give them a little grace. But sometimes they just don't care or they're actually even being jerks. But here's the thing. It's hard to control honest emotions, and that really shouldn't be our goal. But it's not hard, if we practice, to control our reaction to those emotions. And as much as it's the right thing to do, and by the way, it's always the right thing for the patient, it's a practice that actually helps us. Viktor Frankl explains it like this. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. So here's the practice for you. Watch for the space between your emotional reaction to an unreasonable request and your response. 
the next time it happens, see if you can make that space bigger. If you can put longer and longer pauses between your emotion and your response. And then deliberately choose a response that reflects who you are and maybe more importantly, who you want to become.